seat at the table with some men with confidence. And welcome to Men in Confidence Sharing, where we, the men of a certain age, share our thoughts, ideas, and opinions in confidence. And today we're joined by two members of the crew, along with myself, the host, Tony. We have Sean and we have Terrence. So let's go one by one and say hello, Sean. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? And hello, Terrence. Greetings and salutations. All right, all right, all right. So today we are talking about confidence. What is the source of your confidence? Does it come from you? Or does it come from your your wins, your victories? So I'm actually going to start out with that question. What is the source of your confidence? Is it internal? Does it come from inside? Does it come from an external source from your wins or your victories? You want to take it higher? You want me to? Well, I can jump on that one first. Um, my first thought was I'm kind of a head case in the sense that I do a lot of thinking. Everything starts internally. And I'm always thinking about, well, how can I do this? Where do I begin? How can I make this happen? So for me, I feel like confidence would have to be an internal thing first. If for no other reason, I have to muster up the will and initiative and drive to even try whatever it is that I'm confident about. It, it's that spark comes from there first, you know. And at the same time, I feel like it's slightly external because I may watch something like I use my homie down there as an example. Sean, we were playing. We used to play a lot of basketball you know, back in the day at the Catholic Center. And I would see him do like stuff on the court. Sometimes I'm like, wait a minute. Now, if he can pull that off, I'm sure I can cross somebody up and then try and pull that up and under reverse layup thing that he would do sometimes. Like, okay, I got this. <laughs> and then from there, you know, I clang it off the backboard or the side of the rim or whatever. But for a moment, I saw him do it. So if the homie could do it, I could do it. Got you. So there's a little, there's a little <laughs> bit of external, but for me, I think most of it starts from within. All right. So glad to be an inspiration all those years ago. <laughs> Some of the crazy stuff that I was doing out there on the Catholic set. Hey man, it is what it is. Because trust me, none of it was scripted, and he didn't say it was pretty, y'all. He just said. <laughs> <laughs> if I can try that, <laughs> then he can probably do it. But I gave you credit for inspiration. I'm not gonna give you, you credit did. for pretty. Yeah, yo, I got you. I, I'm not. I don't expect that. <laughs> I don't expect. It. But uh, you know, I think my my answer would actually be a more of a uh, a strong both internal and external. Internal, of course, you know, because I can put it on. I can. I can. I can, I can, how am I trying to think of saying it? Just, I can dress it up. I can, you know, I can oil the ball head down. I can, I can smooth the eyebrows down. I can look at myself in the mirror and kiss at myself and say, you know what? Me and my Stacy, we got it today. We own it. My Stacy Adams hat and my Stacy matches shoes, matching belt. I'm rocking today, son. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna tell me 
nothing. <laughs> Kanye West in the house. You can't tell me nothing. Wait till I get my money right. I get my money right. <laughs> oh, man, that lie got me in trouble, bro. I'll leave that alone. All right. Well, we might have to hear that story in a second. <laughs> but, uh, and I can step out. I can think, you know, okay, I got it. There's, there's my internal confidence and everything like that. But when it comes down to actually getting out, getting in the convenience store and seeing a pretty young lady or whatever the case may be, uh, I need a few victories. Between the convenience store, the gas stations, the club, the movies, or wherever else I go, the mall, you know, I can't, I can't take a swing 16 times and strike out all 16 and still come back feeling like the guy. I can't do it. <laughs> Just some, some part of me is going to go, you know, I might not be the guy. <laughs> I, I swung at that ball 16 times, man. <laughs> I missed all 16. <laughs> ain't got no paper in my pocket right now. <laughs> there ain't no girls who entertain me. One of them just straight told me, get out her face. I mean, I can deal with that every now and then, but I got to have some victories. I got to have something from that standpoint. So I guess I'm, I'm feeling like that, even from a standpoint of taking it into, you know, sports and everything like that. Even if I were to use those examples, you know, running track and things like that. But yes, you draw your, you draw your confidence internally for the most part so that you can sustain it, so that you can keep going back out there, keep hitting at it, you know, keep trying again, so to speak. Cause you know, if you don't have it internally, then you know, you're gonna kind of get pulled all over the place because you can never please everybody out there at the same time, of course, right? That means you're allowing, you know, everyone else to dictate how you feel. You'll never have that good feeling about yourself. Like I was saying, when you at least first leave the house, at least sometimes you're supposed to have that inherently. Other than that, you'll get pulled all over the place and you'll wind up feeling like, you know, bad, I feel like, about yourself because you can't please everybody. You, somebody's going to think you garbage and you let the wrong person get in your head the wrong way on one wrong day and it might not go well. So, all right, I'm going to leave that there for now. Okay, appreciate it, appreciate it. Uh, I'm somewhere in the middle and I know that terrible place to be. I do believe it's important to have confidence inside, to believe in yourself. You know, if, if you don't believe in yourself, no one will. But at the same time, I feel like that's flavor aid compared to Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid is the win. <laughs> <laughs> that was what you did when you got paid on Friday. You could get Kool-Aid, you got the Kool-Aid. If you were stuck with Weilers and flavor aid, <laughs> that was second. That's true. That's true. The, that internal confidence is great value. Is <laughs> that Walmart brand? Wow! But, but when but when you actually get a victory, it has a little it has a little extra kick. That's that Pepsi. That's that Coke. Don't call us Walmart. Great value is still a fantastic brand for. <laughs> and I still love Walmart. Don't you call us. <laughs> it's all good it's all good but I, like I, I don't think like it don't have the same kick it don't have the same flavor like you can go you can go into a room with all the self-belief you want it won't matter as much as if you go into that same room 
with victories in your pocket, right? You can have a whole lot of confidence. I can believe in me. I can believe in you who just went into the room and have success. But if I've had success in that area before and I'm coming off of that success, I'm going to have a whole, I'm going to have a whole different swag. I hear what you guys are putting down. And I think when I say internally, it starts from within, maybe I'm leaning back into my days from sales a little too much, but you develop really thick skin really fast if you're doing anything like sales related and you see quickly how it's internal it has to start from inside otherwise you're like sean was saying earlier going to be pulled and pushed in so many different directions that you just kind of go adrift and never find your way so for me having that strong internal sense is paramount otherwise I would have never sold any insurance or never would have sold any cars or never would have sold any cell phones or I've sold a lot of different things. But um, without that internal belief first, you know, what do you do? Where are you going to go? I, I liken it to since we brought up sports in the sports analogies I, I liken it to being that dude on the again on the basketball court you know i'm chucking up threes late in the game if i need to but you're like 0 for 12 i know but this 13th one's gonna be a game winner ball game i got it and i have to believe that because if not the alternative is well i'm already down so i just throw it and just you know and then it works in the reverse your game goes from being bad to like worse and worse than having one bad game is a string of bad games back to back because now you're you know you went 0 for 3 and two turnovers one night then the next night you go 0 for 5 with four turnovers and then the next night you go 1 for 7 and four turnovers and it's just this continuous snowball in the wrong direction so that's why, again, for me, it's personal. It's got to start from within. It, I mean, don't get me don't get me wrong. It, that point makes perfect sense. In in my mind, I'm I'm hearing this as you're talking about this basketball analogy, and especially when you were saying you zero for twelve, but that one might be. I, I'm I'm in my head just hearing the commentary in Detroit, down by four, needing to get back into this ball game. Here we go, Brown trying to inbound the ball. He can't get it to anybody. Nobody's open. Pender drops to the top of the key. Nobody's guarding him, but he needs to get the ball. He takes the ball, he's staring, he's squaring up, he fires three. <laughs> that's the one. It's the only one you need it. That, that's the one that people gonna remember. And we have a that's one, the one that counts. ball game. Exactly. Zero for 12, but that one for 13. <laughs> put you guys back within one and if somebody else can score and Detroit wins the game <laughs> that you guess who's you a lifesaver and if you didn't have the confidence you'd still be sitting on the bench no coach I don't even want to go in <laughs> okay so I quit allow me to dash water on all this fire that's going on right now <laughs> <laughs> why <laughs> here we go like you talk about missing 12 missing 13 and hitting one well the opposite happens too 
Remember Houston in the playoffs a few years ago where they started missing five, then seven, then nine, and then 12. And one person's confidence didn't fall. The whole team's confidence fell. Next thing you know, they missed 15 and then 17. And next thing you know, they went on a 27 missed three-point run and lost when they were up. Like, they were up like three nothing. Like winning right. victories, that stuff matters. Like, like, and and I'm not discounting internal confidence. I'm I'm not discounting that at all because that's to me that's like your pilot light. You gotta have that. If you don't have that on, you ain't got no fire. But you need some kindling, baby. You need some. You need some wood. <laughs> else all you guys are pilot like <laughs> you know but i think this is one of them things that we talked about before we got started you know in this live forum about this topic what is your uh kindling because some people's kindling may only carry them for a quarter so you know you had a really hot streak you hit three in a row and then you miss one and started the next quarter you're 0 for 3 again and it's like uh, you know because we all have watched sports on some level and sometimes you'll just keep sticking with the basketball thing you'll see a guy have a bad night and then they make a free throw then they sink the second free throw next time down the court they actually get a jumper like okay I'm starting to feel myself because and it goes just that visualization of seeing the ball go through the net. Sometimes even on a busted play when they've been fouled, they'll still shoot it. Just seeing the ball going to the net does something for you psychologically. But, you know, that can carry you either through the rest of the game or through the next timeout. Depends on the individual. But for it's got to be something internal, I think, to start. I, I really believe in that. I know having the wins mix propels you further, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to just springboard onto this monstrous undefeated run. You know, that's only been done once ever in history of professional sports, but we won't get into that. Um, I will put that aside for a second. <laughs> and, um, you know... <laughs> It's just one of them things. You have to have something inside of you to kind of springboard off of and build that momentum off of. So, you know. So, somewhere in the world, Mercury Morris just drank a sip of wine for what Terry just said. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and, yes, sir. And is taking 100% of the credit for the 72 Dolphins win. That's right. Like, I know you had Bob Greasy. I know you had that defense. But I ran the ball. <laughs> exactly. That's that kind of confidence we talk about. See, that, that, that's that kind of confidence, right? They'll take it all the credit. So, that, that makes me ask a follow-up question. Can your confidence, your internal confidence, can it be delusional? Like, can you... Can you puff yourself up to the point where you are so far removed from reality? 
Um, in sticking with the realm of sports, yes, absolutely. We've all seen it. You've seen that one guy who just, they call them heat checks sometimes. As soon as you step across half court, you're chucking up a shot. Like, I'm feeling it. I'm in the zone tonight, guys. Bruh, you ain't even close to the basket. Why are you shooting from seven feet behind the arc? What are you doing? I, but there's something there. There's something because I made it one time. That's all the proof I need. I can do this. I got this. And eh, you might have gotten lucky. So absolutely. If you can absolutely be out of touch with reality, let me not put it quite so hyperbolic. Hyperbolic, but that, that was good. That was good. <laughs> that was that, that was, was right. right. That was but right. I'm just saying, you know, you can absolutely be caught drinking your own Kool Aid a little too much and thinking that you're just on a completely different level, but. Or it drinking happens. your old flavor aid, you know, because they didn't have the Kool-Aid. You know, <laughs> Point oh, taken. Absolutely. absolutely. I, you know, it's just like when I was talking about swinging at that dang ball 16 times, you expected to hit it probably 16 times. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, and, and this is why when, you know, I am, like I said, going back to my, my both theory, you know, that's why I'm reinforcing that you need, you need some of the wins. You gotta have some of them or else that's that's like the, the difference between delusion. You know what I mean? Because, you know, yeah, one might be a bad day. If I go out there again, I know we're using a lot of sports analogies, but if I go out there again and and really swing at this ball and it's strike. <laughs> you know what I mean? Strike two. <laughs> strike three. And I find myself cheering more from the dugout than I am you know, actually on base <laughs> waiting for, you know, my guy to try to bring me out home. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, you might be tipping into delusion there. So you do have to, you know, start getting after that. But I mean, you have to have it internally so that you can keep trying at it. You know what? Not to bring up a follow-up question because I'm not normally the ones that bring up the questions, but <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, I don't, I don't know how to answer what happens then when you know you get to that point because like like terrence said everybody has a breaking point everybody has a limit you know what i mean i struck out 16 the day before you know three six nine after that ninth one i might throw the bat in the stands <laughs> it's like <laughs> where can i find internal confidence to play against the reds next week you know what i'm saying how do you keep the fire going right. i understand what you're saying well, I, what I was going to say in response to that would be, you know, we were talking about delusion, but sometimes that delusion may be what carries you through to the next stage. <laughs> Perfect example. I mean, we've done a lot of sports analogies with regards to basketball, but I'm going to change sports here for just a second with the football reference, right? You know, you're a professional quarterback and you drop back and, you know, you have a terrible game throw like four interceptions right but at the same time you throw for 400 passing yards everybody's going to want to harp on the fact that you threw four interceptions but the fact of the matter is 
How many passes did I throw that game? 44. So I threw 44 passes and only four of them went to the wrong team. You really going to beat me up over <laughs> four passes? <laughs> that's that's still an eight. That's 90%. Yeah. That's an eight. Now we you all know, know rating, it'd be good, we all know that they're, that that person's going to get roasted are. for that. But if you think about it logically, it's delusional. It sounds crazy, but you got to find them little glimmers of hope and things to sink your teeth into sometimes. And it seems crazy, but at the end of the day, that self belief again, that delusion is what carries you forward into you know what, what propels your confidence I think and as I'm talking I thought of another example but if I'm rambling too much y'all tell me to shut up and I'll stop but um, completely shifting the gears now because I don't know you guys watch anime a little bit right so yeah. in my household uh, my hero is pretty popular and the main character through the eyes of some could be perceived as delusional this kid was you know lives in a society where people have majority of people have some type of quirk or special ability and this poor kid didn't have one but he believed in his heart of hearts that he was going to be a great the greatest superhero ever one day and it seemed delusional but through happenstance and chance he met and had a chance to encounter with the greatest hero at the time and they had an encounter and he learned that quirks super abilities or whatever could be transferred or at least this one could be transferred and the guy transferred it to him and now that set him on the path to becoming potentially the greatest superhero ever so yeah in the beginning we all thought the little kid was delusional and crazy for thinking he was about to be the next big thing and lo and behold it worked out so again there's room for a little bit of delusion keeping it checked though so in a completely different direction like tangents went anime and sports <laughs> I'm gonna go to a musical <laughs> dream girls there's a song with Eddie Murphy in it fake oh, your way oh. to the top Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fake it till you make you it. Make it. And it's like you That's go in knowing that your confidence is shaky. But you know, and here's here's the key. You know that if you could just get a win under your belt, that you'll be set right. So you pretend and fake that you are as strong and confident and got it all together as you should and eventually that win will come and then you will actually have real confidence to build on so fake it till you make it <laughs> fake your way to the top <laughs> I, I should have known I should have known that one my wife's going uh, to this podcast be mad that I didn't come up with that off the deck I'm kicking myself for not coming up with that because I had a co-worker who I absolutely enjoy working with that was her motto. Some mornings you gotta fake it till you make it. Like, Cindy, you sure do. Your wife says it all the time, man. All right. All right, fellas. So I think we had a pretty good discussion. 
But anybody want to add anything else before we go ahead and close? That was interesting. I'm just glad we finally found a way to kind of pivot off of some of the sports references. But, yeah. you know, yeah, it yeah. was a very... About to smell like a jump strap up in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know what, football, though? Basketball, but you know what, though? Panel. This was some good locker room talk for a change. So I'll take it. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a lot of allusions to John Starks out there. Ryan <laughs> <laughs> Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Fitz Magic. <laughs> yes, sir. Fitz Magic. Oh, here, here's one of my favorite players. Y'all remember Catino Mobley? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Catino never saw a three he was scared of. <laughs> he going to take it every time. <laughs> like, I haven't hit what? 13 games? That's, that's okay. Don't worry about it's it. It's 82 games a season, again. baby. <laughs> Taking it again. <laughs> but, but on that note... <laughs> I'll pass the jock strap over to Terrence when it closes. <laughs> Thanks, I think. Anyway, um, as always, for everyone listening, thank y'all for listening. Like, share, subscribe. If there's a sport we didn't comment on or mention in this podcast, please feel free to drop it in the com- comments. We'll hit that one up next trip. And until next time, deuces. Bye, everybody. Peace.